Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to a new podcast. As you can clearly tell, my microphone system is now fully capable and working. So, um, very grateful for that. I'm not using my phone anymore, using my Blue Yeti microphone. Um, today's is about relationship advice. Now, I had a couple people ask for this, actually. Um, and certain people really wanted this. Don't know whether it's just as a joke or actually really wanting it. So, uh, just listen in. But, fair warning, me as a personal human being, I do not have that much experience with relationships. My last relationship was about a little over two years ago, um, end of eighth grade year. So it has been a while for me and being in a relationship. Um, But since then, I have witnessed a lot of relationships happening, a lot of things that have worked, that haven't worked. Um, Tried talking to a couple people. Um, You know, so I just have have some different ideas of what, what does work, what doesn't, but uh, I'm a lot better at giving advice about this stuff than actually following through with it sometimes. So, um, I've got some stuff. So, okay. I'm going to give you about, say, 12 things to build, like, a, a healthy teen relationship. Uh, the first one is to be honest and to me- communicate. It's so important and something so many people wrestle with, even though it might seem obvious. Maybe you're thinking... So don't lie to each other. Yes, definitely don't lie to one another. That's part of honesty. But it's only half of being honest. Honesty also entails being authentic all the time. A large amount of drama enters relationships because the boyfriend or girlfriend either drops hints or takes their relationship issues to find friends instead of each other. A simple relationship is easier to maintain and... One way to keep a simple relationship is to lay out all the cards on the table. You gotta, you gotta be honest with each other. You have to communicate things. If something feels like it's not being communicated well or not getting across, you need to discuss it. And if you can't discuss it um, over text, call. If you can't do it over a call, see each other, hang out, talk about it. Um, you don't want to go under this radar where there's a lot of miscommunication and you guys don't understand each other. And you feel like you can't trust one another. That's that's what you don't want to be in. Um, the second is to keep silent. Uh, speaking up about important issues is important, but making unnecessary negative comment doesn't help build a healthy relationship. Just like honesty entails laying things out, tech de- indeed entails keeping quiet when you can't express things in a gentle way. Negative words unspoken can prevent a lot of unnecessary damage. So it's really good to talk to one another, you know, have deep talks, have deep conversations, but don't don't use unnecessary negative comments because they can they can start to throw the relationship off and start to have kind of a more negative kind of deep um, deep vibe, but not deep in a good way, just kind of deep in a very unsettling way where it's it's hard to it's hard to talk without without thinking you're going to go down that route every time. Um, number three, keep social media out of your relationship. As social media continues to take larger parts of our lives, it's important to keep in mind exactly where it belongs in our lives. If you want to post a cute picture of you two, you know, go for it. But when you have problems with one another, don't post your negative feelings anywhere. 
your friends on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter don't need to know what's going on. Now, with that, there are some minor exceptions, as if there's a real problem in the relationship and you need to talk to a friend. That's fine. But do not do it on social media. Do not post something. Do not have a spam where you talk about your significant other or problems happening. You know, find the people that you can talk to about that and reach out to those people individually just for some help and some guidance. Not not complete decisions, but just a general overview of some help. Um, so don't, don't go posting on your spam or your main or post negative things and stuff to make the situation a lot worse. Uh, number four, rely on more than just one another. In a solid, healthy relationship, the man provides strength to the woman in her times of weakness and vice versa. But we're all human and we're all inherently fallible. You don't, <laughs> you won't be able to support one another 100% of the time. Maybe because you're physically too far away. Maybe because you'll both go through individual challenges at the same time. You're going to have to rely on other relationships in your life, or God, if you have spiritual beliefs. And that need to be understood from the beginning in order to have a healthy, romantic, just normal relationship. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend because you depend on them, that's not going to end well. I know people who feel the need to belong to someone. It's dangerous mentally, and it's a road that only leads to heartbreak or unhealthy attachment. Um, yeah, so number four, rely on more than just one another. That's that's a big important thing. Don't Don't shut out your friends. Don't shut out your family just for this one person, because if something happens with that one person and that one person's gone or something's happened and you aren't with them anymore, you will not have anybody else to go to. Do not shut people out. Do not just rely on your significant other. Be there, have your friends, have your family to support you and have your back. Um, number five is commit. If you are a committed person, if you are a committed person, that's great. But rushing into commitment or anything else in a relationship doesn't often do much good. If you can see yourself with other person far in the future, that's a great sign. But it also needs to be understood that love is a marathon. If you're a teen, there's only so much you can and should do before you reach a certain age. So take take it slow and have a, have a steady routine. Do not rush it. Do not take all the steps, all the big jumps and leaps within like the first two months because sure, some people like to work really fast, but it's also good to not, not go too fast. You don't want to rush it. You don't want to feel like you're completely bonded to this person and you can never let go of them only two months into the relationship. That's, that's just a little bit too much to, to say, to feel. And unfortunately, you have to say it's quite unrealistic. Not saying that like love at first sight isn't a thing, but saying it two months, you know, I love you, that they are my forever, that I'm always going to be with them, and they make me the happiest person in the world. By two months, you cannot specifically guarantee that. Unfortunately, I have to say it. Most teens do think that is, but from witnessing a lot of different relationships, the earlier you start saying that kind of stuff, the worse it's going to be later off, uh, later on. Because 
you already basically rush past all of the big things, the big introduction things, the little small things of getting to know each other. When you have it stretched out a little bit over more time, you grow a lot closer. You have so much more of a bond. There's so much more of a connection. You know more of the small things, the little things about back home and their family and their other friends and the things they enjoy, the things they love. You know, the small things that you can find and confide in with, with each other. Those are very important, so do not rush into it. Number seven, respect one another. Don't ask for nudes, don't flirt with other people, and don't take them for granted. None of these points need to be stated if you simply respect your partner as another person and respect their boundaries. It is so, so, so important to respect um, your partner in the relationship. I mean, you you have to respect them because if you have no respect, there is no there's no pride, there is no real connection, there's no real bond. It's more out of fear of wanting to stay together rather than being broken up. Um, so please, 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 when you're with a partner or with your special significant other, respect them. You know, you have to have some respect for them. Don't treat them like they're not another human being, and that you can just. Take advantage of them for your own desires. Uh, number eight. This one's a little touchy, but there are different parts. Set boundaries. Setting personal boundaries and standards is a mark of a truly mature person. Talk this over in the beginning of a relationship. What are certain things you want to make sure you consistently do? What are certain things that you want to be sure you don't do? Setting these boundaries definitely goes a long way having a healthy relationship. And better yet, telling a good friend or mentor about these boundaries is a great way to stay accountable. A lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect. So that goes back to our seven. Seven, respect one another. But eight, set boundaries. Have have different limits. Don't be like, don't don't be open to whatever. Don't be like, hey, I'm good with what you're good with. You you have to have, especially like, I mean, especially as a woman, but also as a guy, for sure, having those boundaries, having those sets, because, I mean, having those restrictions are very important, just in your moral being, yourself, having that, you can't just be open to anything, because that means you're very open to getting hurt. You want to be open, um, you want to be open in a way where you can set different restrictions, and both of you are very aware of them. Do not have them as personal restrictions, and you bring them up. When the time becomes "quote unquote" appropriate, um, just just let, like I said earlier, lay the cards out on the table. You know, you you are a partner in this relationship. It is two people, not just one. Um, so you guys have to work together. Set boundaries. Uh, number nine: respect the parents. Breaking or bending the limits the parents set only serves to make things difficult for everyone. Trust me on this one. They've loved their child far longer than you have. Going beyond respect and also getting to know the parents can do the relationship a lot of good too. Now, sometimes I understand you may not like the other person's parents, or they may not like you specifically, but that doesn't mean you need to brush them off and forget their opinion. Their opinion matters. If you're the guy and the girl's parents don't like you, you can't just be like, okay, I'm going to deal with it and whatever, I'm still going to hang out with their daughter. You want to invest in the family, not just the girl, but the father, the mother, the other siblings. Be 
be present, be with them, be able to talk with them, let them get to know you better and find why they should trust you and why they should get to know you and the reasons why they should like you. It's very important to do that. Respect the parents. Um, Number 10, be fully present. Our world is so connected now. Um, We can talk to and even see people thousands of miles away, and yet so many people feel disconnected and lonely. Never make your partner feel alone, especially when you're with them. Being present for one another is one of the greatest signs of love. Whether it's for moments of happiness, when you celebrate together, the moments when all is falling apart, be present. It all makes a difference. It really makes a difference of being fully present or not. Because being present has a big impact and a big representation of uh, being committed. You know, being fully there for this person while you're with them, um, when you call them, when you message them, FaceTime them, whatnot. Just, just be present. You know, don't take them for granted. You cannot take them for granted. If they truly are someone you care about, someone you think you love... Do not take them for granted. Be fully present and make the most of the time you have. That doesn't mean go too far or do too much, but do what's comfortable among both of you and be fully invested in each other, okay? Which also leads to number 11. Be a team. You know, build each other up. Encourage one another often. There's a world world full of negativity and some positive things. But a happy relationship is a bright spot that many will attempt to blot out. So work like a team, support one another, and reach out to help other people. When you view each other as partners instead of rivals, a lot of problems regarding the dating game disappear. It no longer becomes him versus her, but him or her versus life challenges. So be a team. Work together. Don't work against each other and find reasons why the world should get in the way of your relationship but find ways to work together as a relationship to, to work with the world, work around the problems that stand in your way. So just 11, be a team. Number 12 is a very important one, the one that I wrap up at least this part of the uh, podcast with. Help each other to become better people. Like, you guys have to invest in each other, becoming better people among each other. You guys work together, again, being a team, strategizing, planning things, doing things together. Support each other. If you have religious beliefs, you both believe in God, you both are Christians, go to each other's churches, read the Bible together, talk about God, have a conversation about your beliefs and your faith. Help each other become better. There's so much you can do. You're only one person by yourself. And even one other person who may be even a little bit less experienced with you or more, a little less experienced than you or a little more can surely change your life. I mean, there's so much you can learn from each other. You may think someone else doesn't know as much as you have or gone through as much as you have, but there's always something valuable to learn from each and every person in this world. You just have to take that along as you go. It's like a charm. It's like a charm uh, bracelet or charm necklace, you know, go around and you have to find people that help benefit your life and can help you become a better person and you can help them. You have charms in your life, give them out, you know, like that old book, be a bucket filler. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my 12 ways to build a healthy teen relationship. Those are the 12, some of the 12 big things that I came up with 
as a general statement that should apply to all. Um, let's see. Okay. Maybe with this next section, I can just go a little bit into my personal adventure, which I'm sure nobody wants to hear about. Um, well, let's just say with relationships with me, or at least my last relationship I had, I was not as fully committed as I should have been. I made mistakes, uh, mainly toward the very end of the relationship. Um, let her let her go because I decided to let um, obstacles in my life stand in my way and be an excuse of why, why we shouldn't be together. Because I, I called it off. I didn't get broken up with. And I made probably the biggest mistake of my life. But, you know, we all make big mistakes, whether small or big. Um, but the, the real advice I can give is if you have a problem, talk to them. Like, seriously, if you have any problem whatsoever about why something's not going right, why you feel like something might have to be called off, if you're insecure about something, talk to that person. I cannot, I cannot back that up enough. It's just, it's so important. I mean, that's why my whole thing ended in the first place. I didn't communicate enough or talk to them about the problem. I called it off and realized that I didn't need to call it off. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to make this decision. I didn't have to let these other people affect what I did um, and how I decided things. You cannot let let everyone, you know, just completely affect your life. It is your life. And yes, you have parents that are there to help you and that are there to give you advice. And most of the, most of the time, and well... For me, not most of the time. But for most parents with their kids, most of the time what they're saying is normally true or they have very good advice because they have a lot of life experience, a lot more than you do. If you're only 15, your parents just about to be 40, I mean, they have they have a little bit more life experience than you, I'm sure, by a double, <laughs> a little more than double of what your life you've lived. Um, so, yeah, always always communicate. Communicating is so important and a lack of communication leads to a lot of confusion, especially with how social media is now. It's so easy to brush things off or to not be yourself the same way you are in the relationship or to just not say things from your full heart and to just type something out and send it and be like, yep, that's where it is. It's on that page. It's on, it's on this, this message, this DM. It's not in my heart. When you send something, to anyone, and when you especially send something to your significant other, it should be real. It should be from your heart. Don't don't send something fake. Don't send something you don't mean or you could not say in person. If you can't say it in person, or if it's not a nice thing to say, don't say it. Just don't. Just don't. It sounds like it's going into a bullying thing now, but like just just don't say it. If you cannot say it in person yet, or it's something you do not truly feel in your heart, don't say that you feel it. Because mistaked feelings are not the kind of feelings you want in a relationship. Highly would not recommend that at all. Another word of advice. Take full advantage of the time you have with your significant other. 
if they go to your school, that's great. Um, if you guys could sit together at lunch, if you have like a class together, but, um, or well, hold on, I'll keep going on this first before I go into the other thing, but, um, make sure you, you hang out with each other. You do things that build each other up. Like I said earlier, make each other better people. Um, really find ways to bond, things to talk about, things to do for fun, go bowling, um, go golf or something. Teach each other something that the other person doesn't know. Um, or just do something to bond. Go to King's Island or something. Go to a theme park, you know, just have fun, walk around, ride rides, candy, just relax, talk. Um, find something where you're not completely invested in something other than each other. Uh, find something where you can have fun and also be be invested in each other, be able to focus on each other rather than something where you'd be like really separate and you wouldn't be able to do something. Like sure, laser tag is really fun with a really big group of people, but when it's just two people, if if you're on the same team, that's great. If you're not, then you know you're wandering all over the place. Do something where you both can be contact with each other you know you both can be close you both can bond you both can talk while you do it not something where you can't talk at all or you're just having to focus on the action or whatnot or whatever you're doing um but also going into the time of spending the most time you have with your significant other find now this should have been added to the other list find the right time to focus on them but the right time isn't always all the time that they're there sometimes you may have that person around a lot But don't forget, you also have some friends or you have some family that you want to talk to or people that value you in their life. Uh, Do not let them go. Do not let them stray. Because if you focus too much on your significant other all the time when they're there, and I know this from witnessing it um, a lot, don't, don't let them take, don't take advantage too much of your friend's time Um, just to spend it with your significant other, because also friends are very important. Um, do not let all your friends go just so you can spend time with one person and possibly get your heart broken because then you have no one to turn to. And unfortunately at that point, it becomes very rough. Um, so make sure you're investing in your significant other, but do not forget to invest in your friends. Your friends are so important so valuable i cannot also just repeat that enough where it i can just pound it into your head do not let your friends go um now sometimes there are some friends you have to let go because they like truly not when you're in like a not harmful relationship and you know you are in a relationship with a good person that benefits you and you can benefit them if you have a friend or a person that is completely trying to throw it away or trying to mess it up, then yes, you may have to let them go. Um, But there are also sometimes some friends who are trying to warn you um, or trying to say something because not all relationships are healthy ones. Many relationships can be very toxic and very bad. They can be cheating. They could be not fully invested in you. They could just not really love you. Fortunately, I've never had to. Fortunately, I've never had to deal with a situation of cheating, or even being close to cheating on someone, or having someone cheat on me. Um, but I know from a lot of other people talking and how it's been. Cheating is not fun. Uh, I do not recommend that at all in any way whatsoever. Cheating is not good at all. It's not good for yourself. 
It's not good for the person you're cheating on, and it's absolutely not good for the person you're cheating with. It does not benefit anyone in a very good way. Because ultimately, in the end, it leaves the person who is cheating with no girlfriend and some other girl or other person that they are not truly that fond of, that they can't really date because they just cheated on their other person. And if they completely abandon that person and go for the other person, I mean, it just... Cheating makes you a terrible person. It really does. Um, you know, calling out if you've ever cheated, I... I don't know what you were thinking. I'm not going to completely dish you and I'm not going to completely throw you out of my life, that's for sure. But um, if you've ever cheated before, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what's going through your head. Cheating is not not a good thing at all. And it's not going to lead to anything good as you go farther in your life. Um, and for those of you who have been cheated on, I'm so sorry uh, that that person did not respect you enough, that that person did not care about you enough or love you for the person that you deserve to be treated as um, a prince or a princess. Um, it's not fun being cheated on. So, you know, I'm pretty much pretty much wrapping up this one. That's that's most of what I've got. If you have any further questions or anything, uh, let me know. You know, access my Instagram at Josiah Taylor Official or my Snapchat, uh, Jobro0326, uh, um, which is spelled J-O-B-R-O-0326. No caps. Um, so if you need to ask me any more questions or you have anything about this podcast and you want to respond to it in any way, you need any advice, you want to talk about anything in general, just let me know. Um, please, guys, share this podcast. Share it with other people that you know that it would benefit or other people you think would want to listen to this. Um, I thank you so much if you're actually listening to the end of this for all your support and all your care. It is appreciated beyond belief. I'm going to start doing these a lot more often because now that I got this microphone set up, everything works so much better. Um, But that's all I've got for uh, relationship and dating advice. So uh, thank you guys very much, and I will see you in the next episode.